0: It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> Okie okay, dokie, this is me. It's Pinky the Pig and it's time for our podcast show. Thank you for listening from planet Earth and the universe is listening, we are quite aware. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How's Pinky today? I'm awesome. How are you, Mildred? I'm awesome. What's going on? That's your turn. Okay, good. We have a birthday to honor and celebrate today. Okay, who would that be, Mildred? That would be... Charles Perrault. Charles Perrault sounds very French. Hey, oh, I I mean, not hey, but excuse me, I think I know who that is. That was. Oh, go right ahead. He's the famous guy that wrote the fairy tales. Very good, Pinky. Correct. Charles Perrault, he, he was a very famous French author. He was born in Paris, France on this day, January 12th, in the year 1628. And he was a very famous French literary author, but he also studied law, and he was involved in creating the Academy of Sciences. So he was a very serious author initially. Yeah, yeah. But then, okay, he wrote The Tales of Mother Goose. Oh, that's very good. And later on, that was rewritten by the Grimm brothers. Brothers Grimm. Yeah, how's that work, Mildred? I mean, didn't they just take his stuff? Where's the copyright and everything? Well, these stories, these started out as you know old time folklore stories. So they've been passed down through through the centuries. You know, they're just folk tales. So neither one of them actually wrote them oh i get it but charles he he started the whole new literary genre of the fairy tale itself he gets the credit for the first person to do that literary genre what's a genre well that that's that's a type a category of music, or literature. It's placed in a certain genre. Yeah, genre, you see? Well, that that, that doesn't really go together. Okay. So he, he did the Tales of Mother Goose. That I know that's with Cinderella. Very good. And Little Red Riding Hood. Yes. And the Sleeping Beauty. See, you know. Yes, I know the story of Cinderella. Would you like me to tell my version? Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, let's how it goes. There was this beautiful teenage girl and I have to tell you, Mildred, she had some she had a bad I know. Tell us. First, her mother dies, right? And then her father dies. Yeah, she's got it rough. And now she lives with these two stepsisters and a stepmother, and it's not a good thing because it can be a beautiful thing when families come together, but this, this particular situation was not good. Right. But what happens is the prince. Right, the son of the king. Yes, he decides he's going to throw this big fancy party. Yeah, a ball. Oh, yeah, that's called the ball. You have a ball at the ball, baby. All right. So he invites all the teenage girls in town to come for him to meet so they can meet. Because he wants to, you know, eventually have a wife and a family. Okay. So he invites everybody. But Cinderella... She doesn't have anything pretty to wear, and she's not going to get that from anybody and that she's with. That's her situation. Now, the other girls, they get the pretty dresses. Right. But then it turns into magic because the fairy godmother comes. Right. And the mice and the birds, they make her a beautiful gown, a beautiful dress that she can wear to the ball. Yeah, they make it, don't they? The birds and the mice. Yeah, they use their hands, the little mice hands and the birds. They don't have any hands, but they use, they use their little feet and then they peck at it with their beak and they sew and they make it in this fabulous dress. Right. And then the fairy godmother, she turns the pumpkin into a great big stagecoach, you know, that's, That's back then. They didn't have cars. They had horses to pull the stagecoach. It's shaped like a pumpkin. Looks like a pumpkin. And mice turn into horses, and they pull it. And she gets in there. She goes to the ball. She meets the prince. They fall in love. But I forgot this part. Go ahead. At twelve o'clock, everything goes back to where it was, and she's got to get out of there before twelve o'clock because the, you know, the fairy godmother. She says it's only good till midnight. Right, she actually has till the last 12th stroke of midnight. Yeah, yeah. So she gets away, but she leaves a glass slipper behind, but she makes it out, and she gets in the carriage, and all of a sudden, 12 o'clock, everything turns back. The mice, the horses turn back into mice, and the carriage turns back into a pumpkin, but she makes it home, and now she's home. Okay. And then the prince he sends somebody with the glass slipper trying to find out who it belongs to and they get to that house and the little and then the the stepsisters they can't get their feet into that slipper right but for some reason she got to keep the other glass slipper the fairy godmother left her little gift so when they try to just as they're coming to let her finally try it on, it breaks, but she has the other one so she can prove it was her, and then she, the prince said she, they live happily ever after. Yeah, it, it happens. Absolutely. Okay. And what about Sleeping Beauty? Okay, well, I'll just tell you my quick version of that one. Very good. Well, Sleeping Beauty, she's a princess, and for some reason she... Falls under some spell, under some spell, and she falls asleep for a hundred years. And right when a hundred years are up, sh- the prince comes, and she wakes up, and they live happily ever after. Yeah, there's another fairy tale. Mildred, it does happen. Yes, it does. Absolutely. And then they they get married. And they have children, they have a son and a daughter, and they name the son Morning, and they name the daughter Day. Morning and Day. That's lovely. Yeah, that's lovely, but a lot of those fairy tales were not lovely. And here's the thing, Charles Perrault, he started out being a very serious French literary guy, but actually those grim fairy tales, they're pretty serious. They are. Not they, they can be pretty grim and dark. Yes, but over the years, they have also been created in and adapted into theater, opera, ballet, and Disney movies. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Me too. All right, Pinky, that was excellent. Uh, let's just have a couple quotes here from Charles Perrault. Okay, yes, please. What did he say? This is a very famous quote from Charles. Charm is the true gift of the fairies. Charm, well, that, that when you charm someone, you amaze them, and so you, you win them over. Ay, oh, charming. All right. And Charles went on to say, "The less there is of eloquence, the more there is of love." I thought eloquence was a good thing. Well, if you think about it. Okay. And so, if something is eloquent, doesn't necessarily mean it's true love. I guess that's what he was implying. Mm. And one more quote from his Cinderella. He says, he wrote, He obliged Cinderella to sit down and putting the slipper to her little foot, he found. It went on very easily and fitted her as if it had been made of wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some good words there. Yes. Yes, and thank you, Charles. Okay, Mildred, that was fun. Thank you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I love you. I love you.